All right, uh, here we go. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the A Convo with Mo podcast. It's your girl Mo Diggs, and I am back with the gang. Gang, 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 gang. Gang. Hell, hell, no. not Lawrence at the end. Um, I'm so excited to have the gang back. You guys know I was trying to hold it down with the solo podcast. This is a new season. It's a new era. We're coming. It's a new thing. More. I don't want to say more consistent. It's a new season. <laughs> period, it's, period. A it's a new day. It's a fresh mm. anointing. Fresh anointing. And it's hey, our way. It's flowing my way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone could be seated. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, it is a new season and we're so excited. We got a new team with us. Um, so we coming at you with that heat. Um, it's been a while. It's been a while. But we're excited to be back. We're coming up on this new year. You know, we've been dealing with Corona. I don't know. We have we been dealing with Corona? Like they ain't been dealing with Corona. They we just been oh, Corona been dealing with us. Corona been dealing with us. <laughs> corona has been dealing with us. <laughs> It's an atrocity, I swear. But we move, we move, Charlie. <laughs> okay. Um, first things first, Lindsay, say what's up to the people, of course. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Lindsay here, aka Crown by Grace. No E in the Crown on all social media platforms. And if you haven't already, like, I don't know what you're doing, you need to be following Crown by Lens because you gotta let my hands bless your hair. You know you wanted to get your hair done anyway. This is the time and opportunity. The moment is now. Don't miss your chance. Don't miss your chance. Miss and you know, your, your sis, uh, Mo Dave might be dropping a little, a little sound, so you need to be, you need to be on the lookout, okay? That's what I'm saying. That, say. that, that, mm, cause you know, it's, it's that season. It's that season to spend your coin, okay? We, we got some way to do it for you, okay? And if you can't spend it, get your man to spend it for you. Period. That's cause it. if he, if he ain't gonna pay for your hair. What's he good for? <laughs> she said it, I didn't. Anyway. Laura, <laughs> 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 okay. say what's up to the people. Hello, my beautiful kings and queens. Mm. It's your boy Lawrence Green at the King Since Birth. Mm. We love it. I'm so excited to have you guys back. Um, first things first, we want to get into the presidency. Mm. God mm. has blessed us. Can we like cue presidential music right here? Yeah, right. Cue presidential <laughs> music. <laughs> I'm like waving a flag right now. <laughs> Both the Ghanaian flag, not the American flag. Oh. I'm, from, I'm from Ghana, period. Uh, uh, and the flag was still there. Okay. <laughs> um, but by the grace of God, some may not agree. <laughs> we got a new president. Okay. Oh, my VP is mm, black. And my VP is black. Okay. <laughs> GP, are you with me? My VP is black. <laughs> period. <laughs> How did you guys feel? Like, how did you guys feel during this election? I said, Lawrence, you said you almost voted for Trump. What happened? Yes, y'all. But God is, he will, he will keep your mind. Hallelujah. Anybody know you've been rescued? Hallelujah. Lift up two hands to the Father and let him know you've been rescued. When the devil thought he had me, ah, but I got away. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. All right. All right. So there were particular and major and major influence. I don't want to say too much because then it puts people in a position, but I want to say major influential people in my life 
came out like as Trump supporters, right? Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, people were sending me this video of like this Indian prophet saying, you know, um, you know, uh, America is going to be judged, which I mean, as Christians, we already know this is something that is, is going to happen. It's something that's been said for many years that this is going to uh, take place. He says, like, this is not this is not a new message for American Christians that America is going to be judged. But the fact that he said that the the prolonging of the judgment was going to be with if we voted for Trump for more years. And it just really uh, because, you know, my heart was already set on Biden. Granted, I was on the fence prior to coronavirus. I'm not gonna lie. When the first, when the Democrats first finally all came through and came out, I'm like, this is a hot ghetto mess. And uh, Trump out here giving stimulus checks. So let's just go with where the money is at and let's just. <laughs> but it was just like after coronavirus had came through and you just see this man's character. Yeah. I just feel like he just does not have the character for the position. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of Christians were just like, but what about, you know, I think a lot of people associate um, the Republican Party as being the quote unquote Christian Party. And I want to say mainly my. Um, my lighter, lighter, lighter skin, brothers and sisters, my Caucasians. You cut. I'm like, you mean white? You talking about white folk? Kind of associate. Um, I mean, granted, for me, in my opinion, I don't associate any particular party as being a more Christian or not Christian party. I'm just trying to do what's best for me and my community and me being black. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it just it it caused so much confusion now because it's just like okay hear like people who are influential coming to me saying you know trump is trump's man and you know making me feel bad that i'm not christian or that uh i'm not or that you're not black if you vote for trump and just all these different things going on in your mind that i can i focus on the fact that this is my vote this is mm -hmm. my choice no one's gonna know unless i tell it that what my moment in the booth of mm -hmm. what it is and so, um, yeah, it, it, it just caused all this extra drama that didn't need to happen. Yeah, period, because we voted for Biden, okay? I'm <laughs> <laughs> all, that, all that drama, all that confusion that they's causing, <laughs> that's why God, God, God came through. <laughs> and, you know, the one thing that I'm going to say as far as, like, hashtag Christians for Trump is just, like, you know, when Trump was elected, like, as a Christian, I was just, like you know what, even though I didn't vote for him, to be quite frank, I didn't vote at all. Um, this year I voted. Last year I didn't vote. So I was a part of the problem, y'all. I was a part of the problem. I mean, last election I didn't vote. But I was just like, you know what, maybe God will do something through Trump. You know, like, even though it wasn't who I wanted, I was just like, whatever, you know, maybe God will make something shake. So I'm just looking at the Christians that are so upset and wanting to recount the votes. I'm just like, why do you guys not think, oh, you know what? God is still sovereign and he will use Biden. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're so devastated, why do you think that God is leaving you for dead or whatever you think is going to happen or the country is going to work? Like, why don't you think that God is so powerful that he will mm -hmm. change everything through Biden or he will work through Biden? Like, I don't know. So I'm excited. I'm excited for now. Do I feel like a lot is going to change? No. I do feel like, you, you know, so? yeah, I don't I don't feel like much is going to change. Like I feel I like just, it depends on what Congress is going to look like. Yeah, that's true. That's true as far as like the Senate and everything like that, but I just feel like 
not much is going to change for me individually. And I don't feel like much is going to change for a lot of people um, because I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Biden, like when you really look at his policies, like a lot, it's not, it's not much different from what's already kind of going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and I just feel like, I don't know. There's, I don't think anything humongous is going to change. I just think that people are going to be less overtly racist and we're going to have a president that's a little bit more compassionate towards people. And I think that's, I'm okay with that. Like I won't, that makes me feel better. That gives me less anxiety knowing that we have a president that actually at least does care. You know what I'm saying? For the American people, all of the American people and for immigrants, you know, and we have a president that does, um, it's not overtly racist. That that makes me feel a little bit better. Now, are we going to be on his tail, making sure that everything that he promised us gets done? For sure. Do I feel like everything that he promised us is going to get done? There's never there's never a president where it always does. You know what I'm That's saying? True. So, I did appreciate the shout out to black folks that he gave the night. Um, that. It was projected that he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say like he won because it was like the most confusing week yeah. of my life. Election. It's week. still it's still confusing because he still, he, just won, he just won Georgia. I think they've recounted. He just won Georgia yeah. again, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it, this has been the mo the least like set in stone. Yeah. Like I feel like nothing has been confirmed as far as his presidency. And it's just like, I don't know, like that joint, I don't know. Yeah, but. I mean, I think it's interesting because yeah, everything is still definitely up in the air, but mm -hmm. um, something that I kind of want to go back and visit is um, what Lawrence was saying about how sometimes we as Christians, we be acting like, you know, one party is more Christian than the other. Mm -hmm. And I do think that, you know, I think that when you look at the Republican Party, there are some things that you could say, you know, this is in line with my faith, but I think that in as much as like, for example, I know the big thing that a lot of people talk about is like abortion, like pro-life and pro-choice. And I think that, you know, I think that you can't take away people's choice. Like you can be pro-life, like you can still be pro-choice in the fact that like you, you prefer like, you know, this life to be born, but you like, God doesn't take away our choice. Like he always gives us free will. So you can't really take away someone's choice to choose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, Dante Bo, who is a, a, a gospel singer, was saying, my sister was saying that he was talking about how, you know, why are we as Christians trying to bring righteousness into politics? It's politics. Like it's not going to be completely in line with your faith. Like that's just what it is. But he was like, the he, <laughs> she was like, he was very vocal because he was like, you know what, the determinant factor for him yeah, okay. It's okay. the skin. It's the, skin. It's the and, way my people is treated. And that's it. And that's a valid, that's a valid reason for him. And you know, everyone else has their reasons why they made the choice that they made. I think that it was confusing for me at a time too, because you know, you hear all these prophets and these men and women of God talking mm. about the crown. And then my friend did post something. She was like, I want to see like where all these prophets are gonna be at when. Trump doesn't win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be sending the African angels to come down. <laughs> no <laughs> comment. Africa right now. Angels no from comment. Africa right now. Coming down from the Ivory Coast. The Ivory Coast. From Ghana, Nigeria right now. Bruh. I'm just like, first of all, <laughs> all the chukus. <laughs> Them angels, them angels ain't coming. No, did you see the meme? It was like the angels, the angels from Africa walking to the embassy. <laughs> I was like, wait. But anyhow, no comment. But um, 
Saint Lawrence. <laughs> nah, nah, but honestly, like I'm like, hmm. For y'all that had some confusion about who you was, I ain't never had no confusion. I knew when that ballot came to my house, that mail-in ballot, I knew what I was ticking. Yeah. That's a, I'm never gonna turn on my people. And it's like yeah. people act like, oh, you know, like <laughs> you know, uh, like the main pe- the main people thing is like abortion. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, first of all, I'm you don't even know that you got brothers and sisters that is dead because your mama went to use the oh, hanger no. or use plan A, no. B, and C. I'm serious. I'm like, let's not like there's people that don't know, like you know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah, so yeah, many, like it be cap, <laughs> like y'all be cap, like these rich white politicians when they kids, these rich white conservatives, when they kids get pregnant. Oh, they be the first ones. And we they be the first ones. It. And we never know never about know. it. So, like, y'all playing y'all y'all community with safe Planned Parenthood, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not pro-abortion. I'm pro handle your business for your own body. But if it's me and my household, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm pro- And that's not getting like, you can be pro-life, but still be like, you you can't take away someone's rights. Somebody's, that's what I'm saying. I'm pro making sure my people are good. Yeah. And I feel like people don't be you know, people don't be caring about literal human beings. Like they just be thinking about like what's written on paper. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why aren't you thinking about people? Like, yeah. let's talk about, you know, the fact that like black black women are will be dead. Black women will die because they will be like people are gonna be doing abortions till the end of time. People was doing abortions before they could do Planned Parenthood. So what is y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? Youngers was drinking concoctions and all that stuff before you know what i'm saying so like stop like i just feel like people just be thinking about paper like they don't be thinking about real human beings when they be thinking about this stuff and And there was another post that was also talking about like you know if you want to be pro-life like another thing to talk about is like okay why are these people getting abortions like how can we set up a system or life in such a way where you have more options or more benefits to like keep the child you know what i'm saying like or or you want to be pro-life so bad go and adopt them kids you should be adopting you should have a bunch of adopted siblings a bunch of adopted kids <laughs> what are we talking about like y'all not even you don't y'all don't even really be about what you all them rich white politicians got all that money i ain't seen none of them adopt no kids well judge amy has a black daughter but anyway <laughs> uh the reference to <laughs> don't bring her up don't get me started with her don't bring her up i just think we definitely are even seeing more of trump's character even now that he's lost mm-hmm. it's true the fact that the the we heard nothing it's like so prolonged of this whole process. Like we got COVID, we got things we need to do. And mm. it just seems like they just holding stuff up. And like the more we try to go back and recount, we're finding more and more yeah. that everybody was integral. Everybody was doing what they were supposed to do. Everybody was doing what was appointed by the courts that we could do under the circumstances. So what's what's the hold up with you holding up the, the process? Because bad. no because we did the same because when it was time for his time in 2016 Barack dropped them reins invited him to the White House the Democrats accepted their defeat now we talked ish for four years and talked about how Russia was colluding 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 but still nonetheless there was stuff that was put in place to do what you needed to do so I just you know I mean but it's the character for me it but it's his pride though like we know we know this man is prideful and I was having a conversation with um one of my brother's friends the other day and he was like you know he really feels like Trump even though his character is poor he feels like some of the things that he said it made sense 
but it was just like his delivery or the way he said it and things like that. And he just felt like, um, you know, Trump is not really like a totally, um, how should I say? Like, he's not really for any group of people. He's for himself. He was like, that's just, that's just what it is. Trump is for himself and he's just a butthole. Like, that's just, that's just who he is. And so, yeah, we definitely, like, we see his, he has not conceded. I never heard of a president. (laughs) They're going to have, they're going to get him up out of the house. Whether they got to lock him up in chains. You know what? (laughs) Or they got to bulldoze the White House down and build it back up. They getting him out of the house. And you know what it speaks to? It speaks to times and seasons. When your time is up, your time is up. Like, you can't. You can pout, you can cry, you cannot say a word. Like when you gotta go, you gotta go. When that time comes in January, there's gonna be a transition, whether you like it or not. And there's so, gonna be a praise. There's gonna be a praise <laughs> lifted. But you know what? I honestly, my fear for Biden is that as much as I was like, when I found out the news, I was doing hair. I said, hold on. I said, give me one second. I left. I said, <laughs> I said Biden won. I was thoroughly shocked. Cause I was just like, wow. Yeah, I definitely, right. I definitely thought I was man. pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But my fear. My fear with Biden is that it's like Biden is like the typical nice white dad. Like he's just like, you know, like the typical nice white dad. And I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm afraid that he doesn't really have a backbone. Like I feel like with him, if you're kind of, I feel like a lot of people can get in his head or in his ear. And so we really need to like pray for him. That's why we got a black woman right next to him, because she got a backbone, baby. Okay. Like her office, she can only do so much too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he has cabinet members and you know advisors and all all of this other stuff. And but it's just like I really just pray that we don't regret our decision. Like, I, I think. I, I, oh I, no, I don't I think. think I, I don't think it's gonna get any worse than like hundreds of thousands of Americans dying to COVID because our president was just inequipped to you know, do the right damn thing, you know, or just, he wasn't, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to get that worse. Mm. Uh, Unless I wouldn't even speak that into existence. But next (laughs) topic, because I don't want to stay on the presidency too long because child, this ain't a political pod. (laughs) (laughs) We just here for the tea. (laughs) But um, Gucci versus Jeezy. All of it. So last night, or oh, whenever you guys will be watching this, it'll probably be last week. But last night, Limit on um, my chain with the freeze cut. Did he even do that song? Limon tequila. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeezy, Gucci Man, and Jeezy did um a versus. As you guys know, during quarantine, they've just been doing a bunch of different verses. <laughs> People was like, is this the same stage Patti LaBelle was on? <laughs> but it's like, for real, Brandy and Monica. The the tensions was high with Gucci Mane and Jeezy. If you guys don't know, they've had a long-running t- beef. People have died. People have gone to jail. Um And <laughs> people have been shot at. <laughs> people have shot. <laughs> um And they finally kind of, I guess, air quotes, heavy on the air quotes, squashed the beef. And did a versus for the culture, for the culture. The the term the term that was like trending last night was like for the culture, you know, this for the culture, this for the people. Um, and it was a sight to see. Lawrence, I know you had some opinions on how Jeezy handled himself. <laughs> I just felt like I didn't watch the whole thing. I was just watching clips, but what I could see, it just felt like <laughs> Jeezy. It just felt like uh, if a Barack Obama and Trump had a debate, what that would look like, oh, in my gosh. opinion, of just like Gucci man coming with this like hood nigga mentality, but with a little bit more money. 
And then Jeezy trying to come with this elevated mind. And I just felt like, um, I don't know. I just felt like Jeezy didn't have, shouldn't, shouldn't have had to succumb himself to, um, to trying to like make amends or do the verses for the whatever, for the culture or whatnot. Um, I mean, I'm not really familiar with neither one of their music. Y'all know my background, but it just <laughs> felt like um, the elevation that we have seen in both of them mm-hmm. to do something different and to just see it being played out between two black men. It just felt like um, one just felt like, you know, nigga, I'm here to get my songs out. And then the other one is just like, I'm here to uplift. It just felt like two different agendas a little bit, mm-hmm. but like two different approaches to how the culture is addressed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I preferred one over the other. And I think y'all know which one that is. <laughs> I guess like when I think about it, um, I don't like how people made Gucci to seem like this villain. Um, and the reason why is because like, if you know the beef, like like Jeezy literally tried to kill Gucci. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't just forgive. <laughs> somebody trying to kill you like i obviously you do you turn the other cheek as far as like us being christians but like uh no like (laughs) that nigga tried to kill him y'all like that nigga sent a hit out and then because he sent a hit out gucci man killed one of jeezy's partners and so like gucci doing a diss song truth and talking about (laughs) talk about you know i put your partner in the dirt again like stop playing with me like it's like talk your gucci because the reality is this ticket really tried to kill you and you live the devil thought he had you you better (laughs) but i got away but i got away i got away (laughs) so i'm gonna do this versus but i'm gonna talk my because you try to play with me and i just want to remind you if you ever try to play with me again (laughs) I'm going to send him in the dirt again. So, I don't know. I'm always going to be seeing Gucci. Growing up, I was a Gucci stan. Like, if you know me from, like, high school, like, that's all I used to listen I to. I be that. Yeah, like, it I was, like, that. last night was a movie for me. You were like, lit. Oh, I was going, I'm like, everybody was texting me, like, digs. I'm like, yeah, like, that's Mo Digger. Like, Gucci, mm-hmm. like, that's not, oh, hey, guys, Mo Digs. Like, that's Mo Digger. Like, <laughs> like, I used to love Gucci, like, all his mixtapes, Sports Center, Will Chamberlain, like, everything so i was in it was so many hits that i thought he was gonna do that he didn't do mm-hmm. like people was like oh trap house three i'm like nah y'all knew y'all do y'all not hip to the real gucci like mm-hmm. this is the real gucci so um that was a good time i was excited i i'm like i don't like how people was trying to play gucci like he, he they tried let's just let's just remember let's just make sure with the scales ain't it ain't it wasn't equal <laughs> shot you know the scales ain't tip let's remember somebody tried to kill somebody and that somebody wasn't gucci okay <laughs> Somebody tried and somebody succeeded. Okay. <laughs> um, next on the docket, uh, these pastors be cheating on their wives, child. They be cheating on their wives. Oh my gosh. And I'm tired. These pastors be cheating on their wives, and I'm, and I'm tired. And I'm tired. And I'm tired. I am, dog. Carl Oh. I don't know if you guys know, but recently Carl Lentz kind of stepped down from the beloved Hillsong. He didn't get stepped. He didn't step down. They fired him. Oh, they fired him. Oh yeah, they gave him a boot. You better clarify, Lindsay, because <laughs> it's only the You have a choice. Like he didn't have a choice. Right. That's true. He they fired him. 
um, because he was caught up in being in being an infidel <laughs> and cheating on his wives. Um, and I'm just sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being tired. And the reason why I'm sick and tired of being tired is because the way y'all just y'all just worship these pastors, man. Y'all just be worshiping these pastors, and y'all be forgetting that they're human, and um they're they're geeks and they be acting like they're holier than thou and they're not like they're like you need to always have in the back of your mind this nigga can fall at any second you know what i'm saying this youngin is just like me the only thing is he has an audience like this youngin is just like me i got the same power that he got i got the same connection to god that he does like because you know to think of how many people will may fall god forbid anybody does but to think of how many people may fall just by seeing carl lentz fall because they didn't have the understanding that he was just he's just a man you know what i'm saying that he's just a regular person just like you and has faults that's what really bothers me like him what goes on at his house and cheating on his wife i'm happy they kicked him out because period you don't need to be preaching the congregation while you can't you can't cover a house of God while you're not handling your household you know what I'm saying but I feel like people need to always have in their mind that pastors are not God like pastors yeah. are human beings they're just like you you guys when God sees y'all he doesn't say oh that is a pastor he is I mean obviously they're held to a higher standard right but God doesn't say, oh, this person is my favorite. Like, God doesn't say Carl Lentz is my favorite more than Mo. Carl Lentz is my favorite more than you. Carl Lentz is my favorite more than... No. Like, God has not given him any special powers. Like, it's the same. We the same. So, like, look at them like they're your brother. You know what I'm saying? Look at them like they're your brother in Christ. Because the more you look at them like they are um, just so heavenly and just so you know, literally God, like, <laughs> but anyway, Sha, you guys, Lindsay? Um, I think that, um, I think it was good that he was held accountable for mm. his actions. I feel like sometimes we'd be letting stuff slide in leadership. Um, but Hello. yeah, I think it was good that he was held accountable. I also, I also appreciate the way he addressed it, actually. Um, and how he just took his L with grace, you know? Mm. Um, I yeah. think that it's good. Because, you know, like, and, and I'm not throwing shade at anyone, but, like, you know, like, in the instance of, like, John Gray, right? Like, it's like he's had two apologies. Like, this has happened once. Multiple. Is it, I don't on, think it's two. My, get out of my head. Yeah. It's multiple. Yeah, but that's also just, like, it's also just, like, like I'm not going to really dive into it, but it's also just, like, black, like how black people, black women take cheating. But no, but like this, this has nothing to do with his wife. Though I'm talking about being held accountable by leadership. No, like I think I'm talking about like the black church. Like, mm -hmm. like I feel like the black church gives a lot more grace mm -hmm. to their leadership than the white church. Like why? Like the well, mm, actually, I'm not gonna say that because they be doing the same as they be sneaking and geeking and they be covering it probably just as much. So you know what? I recant that statement. Go ahead, Lindsay. But um. Yeah, I just appreciate how he was held accountable. And even though it's not the best of circumstance, like people can use that as an example. Like you can't just, you know, be out here acting crazy and think that you can just 
mount the pulpit and, and lead people when, when you have to get yourself together. And I pray that he actually uses it to like transform, you know, his personal life and his family life and his marriage and all of that. But I think that it is an instance that shows you like, yes, Mo, they, these men and women of God are just that men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, they, 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 they have faults, they have flaws and they are perfecting their work, their walk with God, just like any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference is that they have a different assignment than us, or they have a different you know, ministry than us per se, but they are still men and women. And so I think that with that understanding, we also have to look at it like you really need to pray for your pastors. And I think that we honestly don't do that enough because I think every day is pastor, pray for me. And it's not (laughs) pray for your pastor, you know, because in as much as the enemy is attacking you, like if that the if the enemy knows that, like if he attacks if he attacks the head of the church, like yeah. where's the sheep? Where's the body? You know, mm-hmm. like they're they're more susceptible and prone to to attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's 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 imperative that like whatever church we find ourselves in, whatever man or woman of God we find ourselves in submission under, like we really need to keep them uplifted and pray that they don't miss it with God, that they're not like, you know, swayed by the enemy because it has a direct impact on the body of Christ, whether you go to their church or not, you know what I'm saying? And so I think that we have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Lawrence. Thank you, Lindsay, for bringing that up. Cause I feel like, if I brought it up one more time, then I was going to look like a hater. But it's just like on that. But I appreciate, and then kind of, and ever since I found out, I wonder is this the same reason why we saw a separation between him and Justin Bieber? Because, you know, there was a particular season in which Justin Bieber and Carl were hanging out a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like just Bieber just getting saved. And I wonder if maybe he saw some things. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was the reason for their their silent separation. Mm. And if that whole philosophy that I'm making up, you know, all alleged, um, if maybe he saw something in this relationship, there's a for me, it's a level of a level of respect that I feel like Justin Bieber has for him to be able to, okay, I see something that's not right and to like separate quietly rather than a lot of times and what we do is we like to sound the alarm Mm -hmm. because eventually truth is always going to get revealed no for sure yeah so and then not allowing what happened with carl to affect the you know spiritual abuse traumas or triggers that you that you know for me are as an individual Mm -hmm. to have to cause me to bring that same level of you know issues of rebellion in my own house against my own pastor I um I actually like read some like gossip blogs. <laughs> some, <laughs> some gossip blogs where the girl that he was like actually cheating with like spoke out. Um yeah, and it was it was kind of like, you know, it was it was heartbreaking to think like the mother of his children, you know, like I don't know, man. Like niggas, like if you're a guy and you're listening to this man, like don't cheat on your girl. <laughs> like if I could tell you anything, just don't cheat on your girl. Like if you don't want to be faithful, like if you're and women, tired, don't cheat on your husband. Yeah, don't cheat on your husbands. Like, don't <laughs> cheat. Like, it's not a good thing. Like, it's really heartbreaking. Like, people the are damaged. Yeah, the trust. Like, you've been with somebody for X amount of years. You got three kids. You know, like, damn. Like, oh, my heart is breaking all over again. So just yeah. don't, don't cheat. Just if you're bored, play a board game. Like, if you're bored, <laughs> go for a walk. Like, don't go have a whole nother relationship. Like, go to therapy. Like, do something. You know what? Like, people don't just wake up and cheat, though. 
Like you know what I'm saying? You'd like, be surprised. There, I, I mean, yes, there there, <laughs> there are instances, but in most cases, like it, even even if yeah, but in most cases, like it's, it's something mm-hmm. that leads to something. Whether the girl was there and she was not, like maybe you have a lust issue. Maybe you're a sex addict. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you have like. No, no, it's but it's true. Like some people are legit that like they can't get enough sex. Like I don't know if y'all seen that movie. I think it was like a Tyler Perry movie or something. Addict. Hold on, we are not referencing any Tyler Perry. Like, it was good. He wasn't in- as facts. It, it was actually really informative. I'm telling you, but like people really have issues. Like and and it and it can be because of things that happened in their childhood. It can be because of perversion. It be it can be due to a lot of things. Like it can be because. This person came into your life and they they were sent from the enemy, okay? Because reference Delilah, but like there's, I feel like it, it doesn't just it doesn't just like you don't just find yourself sleeping with this person, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's something that leads to something, and I think that we have to like really be wise and discern things because like you know how like those, there, there's sometimes those stories of like oh you had a new coworker and then y'all like become good friends and you know like some something leads to something and it might not be that way. Like, it might not be that particular instance. Maybe there's, like, a seed that was planted somewhere that has not been uprooted. But, like, it don't just start off as a big issue. Like, it's always something there before. And I think that we need to be able to, like, nip these things in the butt. Because I tell you, if I don't deal with some things that I have an issue with now and I become bigger, it's going to be public knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. going to come to light. And so this is why we have to deal with these issues now. Yeah. No facts. I am 110% agree with that. Um, yeah, young is young is be <laughs> letting that ish. They be letting that ish bubble up, you know, from little little seeds of different things that aren't cut at the root. And so, if you got some little seeds, make sure you handle that before you get married. Okay, snip, cut, cut them, cut them little things off before you get married. Cause <laughs> when you get married, it, like. Hmm, like spare someone's daughter spare, spare someone's son <laughs> spare someone's daughter spare someone's look at once you know what i'm saying handle that ish before you get into that because not that i'm married or anything or i know but i i've heard i heard <laughs> i heard some things okay um Megan the Stallion just dropped an album. I think we we recorded an episode where we were predicted that Tory Lanez would talk about um Megan the Stallion Mm-hmm. but it didn't come out <laughs> but here we are <laughs> months like later you be at church with somebody be like I was praying for you I knew you was going through after <laughs> they had told their testimony about how they went through <laughs> go on with your fake prophecy <laughs> yeah we be prophesying <laughs> here for real it don't matter <laughs> We be, we be prophesied over no, we here. we do. Because we prophesied the Will and Jada roundtable thing. We sure did. Okay. And what, what ha- that episode didn't come out. Mm-hmm. It did. But we... Now we got some prophetic mantles up in here. We do, period. <laughs> I receive it. I receive it. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Megan Sally dropped that album. Mm-hmm. Um, My first initial review, I'm giving it... out of 10 to be honest um but you know once you hear a song a couple times it starts inching up you know what I'm saying so I'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10 right now I give it I feel like it gets to an 8 
I hear it a couple more times in the right settings with the right drink. <laughs> it's like, nah, but <laughs> it's like, nah, just playing y'all don't drink. Well, I mean, if you're over 21, do what you do, okay? But I know I got some young listeners. Anyways, hey, this is not sponsored. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but anyways, child, um, yes, Megan decided dropped an album uh, today, which will be, I think, last Friday when you guys hear this uh, episode. And it, it it's it's cool. She she responds to Tori and, and Kelsey and you know all that drama. I really hope that this is something that can be put past that she can she can actually like grow past and like this doesn't taint her career as far as like something that is forever attached to Megan the Stallion because mm-hmm. there's before that there was just so much more to her and there still is so much more to her, you know. Right. Like she's such a talented artist, so I'm just hoping that this is something that um doesn't affect her or doesn't stick with her for the rest of her life as far as like her legacy you know what I mean um Lawrence I know you listened to Shots Fire the first song oh yeah she just went on a little shrimp so that's what she <laughs> meant <laughs> that's what she, she had to talk she her ish. she had to talk her she ish. had to just do her thing and at this point I mean at this point it's just it's just child play for the culture you yeah. know type type stuff at this point I, yeah mm-hmm. I, and I do agree with you I really hope that um it doesn't follow her like how you, when you think about um Rhea and Chris and their whole mm. situation but I think the beauty of this one it, it it was less public why because we we know about as much from the beginning as we do now nothing mm-hmm. it's nothing. all really yeah. all speculation there you know but we can't get a police report there ain't no pictures there's really no photos we just see her that one good part of the knee scraped up i mean not the knee but the foot, the foot scraped yeah. up from the wound but you know, other than that i think she'll be able to it may be a, a throwing joke they might throw in every now mm-hmm. and then but other than that i think she'll she's gonna have a, a nice prosperous yeah. career doing yeah. what she do protect and all the hotties protect, protect black women protect the hotties period Stop playing with the hotties, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, but how are you guys doing spiritually? Just to kind of wrap up the show. What are you checking the wind to see yeah, your spiritual to see if your spiritual <laughs> spiritual, spiritual temperature going on? <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all got some fevers. Oh, y'all ain't catch oh, the word. That's a word. <laughs> yeah, that's a word. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Lawrence, how you doing spiritually? I'm deadly. I'm doing good um, yeah. spiritually. Uh, I'm still doing my um, Old Testament Bible plan, so I'm learning a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, just about how God is—he's faithful, yo. Mm-hmm. He's faithful to his people. He's mm. faithful to those. Um, and he lo- and his love is an everlasting covenant. Like it's so crazy about how when um, Israel does something that is just so despicable, so trifling, so disrespectful, just spits in God's face, right? And then he allows like some kind of calamity to happen at mm-hmm. their own hand, you know, mm-hmm. their own ways lead to self destruction. And when they repent, he just act like it ain't never existed. But see, the re- thing about the repentance thing is. It's like a, it's a literally a mental change. It's a behavior change. It's a like a totally different view or coming back at it kind of change. And so mm-hmm. like when you come with that heart, he just greets you with just so much love. And I just mm. 
I, I love it. And it's just, it's crazy. It, it, it's almost like that, like that hard thing that we failed to do. Um, and that um, another thing I think I'm learning, I had to go back and listen to our spiritual abuse podcast because you know, yeah. I was getting tested by my own words that I was rapping. I was like, wow, Holy Ghost, you really had me talking all this ish a few months ago. And now I'm here getting tested, tested. at this very word, at this very word that you wow. giving me. Wow. So I'm just like, that's why you just got to be mindful of leaving the stuff that we even say in here and do on here because, you know, the Holy Spirit really gets you. Mm. And then just a, another book recommendation for all my readers out there. Um, I finished this book called um, Soul Versions, Redefining mm-hmm. Single Sexuality from a I Christian Sex that. Therapist. And it was very good. Very good. I definitely encourage anybody who is um, not married or um, even it leads you all the way from friendship to the altar. Good book. Mm, mm, yeah, pass that over. Yeah, you right to that? You trying to get us a book for Christmas? Right. We all guys. We should do a um a secret Santa. It's only. I'm three. down. It's only what? It's only three of us. Might as well just get everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's three of us. That means two gifts per person. No, thank you. I just want to do one gift per person. So. <laughs> right. Secret Santa. It is. <laughs> What's new with you, girl? Um, just to quickly take you back off of what um, Lawrence said, it's so interesting because you can really give a word, and the guy gonna be like, "Oh, you remember this?" You <laughs> <laughs> could be like, "You said it, I didn't." <laughs> Yo, and then, and like, oh. when God plays, when God plays a voice memo back, he just be like, oh. <laughs> "I did say that, didn't I?" Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I think that also happened to me. Um some weeks back, like, I think I was going through one of my, like, Sunday words, and I was like, dang, that's so crazy, but, you know, what I do love is that I have a man that would, like, really make sure I'm grounded, and that's mm. I thank God for, because, you know, sometimes I be feeling attacked, mm. I be feeling like, why are you coming in my neck, but then it's like, it's the truth, though, but, like, you can say it nicer, <laughs> like, I need, like, you still my man, like, like yeah. you, you be nice about it, Dang. Um, but I, I do love that like that Mike would definitely like hold me accountable. He'd be like, hey, you sure enough, I don't hear nothing that day. You like, you read your word today? Ooh. That's hot though. That's kinda hot. Like, you better check me. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I <laughs> what'd you say, Lauren? He said Sorry. keeping it hot. <laughs> keeping Ooh. it hot and spicy. Okay. But <laughs> Yeah, so I think I, I thank God for that. Like he does, he definitely does keep me grounded. And I and I'm coming to a place also where I've really just been like, I don't want to, I don't want to be doing things publicly if I'm not right in my secret place. Okay, mm. like you know because yeah, like I, I definitely I I want my I want my life in private to also be like totally up there you know what i'm saying so not not and not to say like you can start wherever you are like you know like god can use you wherever you are mm-hmm. but just being intentional about like both giving a word and being in the word type thing mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at like just just really trying to build up these spiritual muscles even more and, and be like disciplined and consistent so. period spiritual muscles because i've been in the gym 
but I've also been in a spiritual gym. Come on. You better work it out. I better work it out. (laughs) (laughs) Have it working out. Um, But yeah, that's beautiful. Both you and Lawrence um, are doing good. I also, like I said, have been in a spiritual gym. Did the 21 day fast. Yes, I did. Well, I I ain't do twenty one, but I something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we did the fast. Oh, I did the fast. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's no reason to cap. Like, yeah, it was like it was like seventeen. You know, it was getting to the I end. Getting to the end. I don't know. So I was having like events. Something was happening, and like the food was getting out of hand. So I was just like, look, I'm gonna keep praying every hour, every Sunday. But the food, I don't know, child. But yeah, I did the fast, and there was a lot of changes. And I feel like when you're in the fast, you don't really necessarily peep how much has changed as much as when you step out of the fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God had did a lot with that fast, and I'm also doing another fast. I'm in the middle of another fast, fasting for some different things. Um, just as far as like school and for school and for a bunch of new changes in my life. So I'm excited. Um, and I know that God, like, I know one thing about fast is that like, they're very plain and simple, right? Like, it's like your heart towards it, doing the fast, God's going to honor you, you know, like God is seeing your sacrifice. God's going to honor the sacrifice, whether you see it or not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I love fast because it's not like, it's, it's like the one thing that you can do next to like oh, being obedient to God, which is like very uh, clear cut, very, um, what is it? It's clear cut. It's like the reward is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love that about fasting because it's just like, and I'd be telling, and I, that's, that's something that I also say about like sexual purity is just because the one thing that helps me stay sexually pure is, okay, I, God, this is, this is not, this is a fast for me. This is not just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just staying sexually pure because I want to, I'm fasting from sexual sin, you know, till I get married and it's no longer sexual sin. So I just want you to honor this. And and I trust that you will, you know what I'm saying? Like I, and I know that he will. So it's very, it makes it easy for me that way. I know God, me and my partner are, are, are staying pure and I pray that through this sacrifice because you know it's a sacrifice (laughs) that you will honor us in our marriage and so and even um, the grace oh boom you know what I'm saying and and even like just like like let's even talk about just like the fact that grace is God honoring you you know what I'm saying like like the grace to even Mm. the grace to even um (laughs) the grace that even comes with fasting is God honoring you fasting and building that mental discipline um as well so I mean there's just so much I've I've been praying a lot more because you know you just got to be praying for your house yeah you got to be and you know what's so crazy though I'm so sorry because you know go ahead I literally I really be thinking and I just be finding the randomest things to pray about oh yeah Oh yeah! Like I promise you, and that, I feel like maybe that's why the Bible talks about praying without season because there is you, always there's, there's always something to pray there's about. Always something to pray about. There's always something to pray about, girl. I be praying. I be laying in the bed at night. I wake up in the middle. Of, every time I wake up in the middle of the night, I just start praying mm-hmm. because I'm like, it ain't nothing for me to do. 
but yeah. pray myself back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I start praying and I'm like, child, I'm tired. This like the, the list goes on and on. Yeah. You start praying for your distant cousin's education. You haven't even seen that because you don't even know whether or not they in school. <laughs> praying for them, praying for your auntie who's doing and it's just like, damn, like, okay, okay, okay. When is it gonna end? Because yeah. you know, you pray for that one homeless man you gave a dollar two, three months ago, and you just realized that you don't know where he's at, where he's doing. <laughs> Like, Let the spirit lead you, girl. Yeah. And I'm just oh like, <laughs> for real. But yeah, like that's something that my aunt told me. My aunt, she's a prophetess in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And she always like, every time she, she always called me in the middle of the night, like 3 a.m. when she's in Ghana. She'd be like, yeah, the Holy Spirit told me to call you. And every time I see her call, I always pick up. Cause, and I'd be like, cause I know. You got a word for me. She, you got a word for me. Like it don't matter what I'm doing. I'd be like, babe, babe. Back up, it's my aunt calling. I got a Cynthia Rosemary. What are you doing? Hello, hey. you doing a drill? You doing a drill? And he'd be like, "Oh man, here go an hour gone." Because I be uh, this the say is what is the say? Please, um, the say is the Lord. Okay, so yeah, life has been good, and spiritually, I have been pushing through, just fighting, enjoying my Christianity, trying not to complicate it, trying not to make it complex, just really you know, digging, trying to dig deeper into my relationship with God and let it reflect through everything that I'm doing. So I'm happy for all of us. I'm happy. And I'm hoping that as the Yulon listeners, listen, you guys are encouraged by the growth um, in us and are able to make the right changes or just continue to grow in your spirituality. Oh, one thing that I will say, the Holy Spirit just put this on my heart. Get a new Bible. If you are reading your Bible and you are tired of your Bible, like if you feel like every time you open your word, you're like, like you seeing all this old stuff, you feel like you don't read everything, just go get a new Bible. Um, I love getting new Bibles. I always get new Bibles because something that happens with old Bibles is that we get so attached to the Bible and we feel like we know everything because we got all these notes in there. We see everything. We done highlighted every single word on the damn page. Like, <laughs> get a new Bible. Um, and let it be a fresh new Bible and start over because there's so many new things that you God will reveal to you, reveal to you when you're in a humble state and you're just willing, you're just trying to learn something new. Um, and I mean, he can do that through your old Bible, but if you feel like God, I done read this whole thing, like every page is highlighted, notes, stickers, stickers, sticky pads on everything, go get a new Bible. But that's it, um, for this episode, yes, Lindsay. You were talking, and I remembered at the beginning of the year when we did like some of the things that we left in 2019. Mm-hmm. I think we should revisit that. Did we really leave it in 2019? Ooh. Did we see glimpses of it in 2019. Ooh. Okay, so this is our homework, and this is y'all homework as listeners. Go listen to that episode before it don't exist. It doesn't exist. We didn't post it. We didn't. Are you sure? I don't think we posted it. No way. I, I feel like back then I was on, on top of posting things like that. Yeah, I feel like we did. Are you sure? Like, we're, like, going into the new year. Like, new year, new us, something like that. But that's not for the people to hear. We're going to do a team okay. meeting. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> but, um... Oh, shoot. Sorry, y'all. But anyways... Yeah, y'all. <laughs> but anyways, um... If, if a new, um... 
sorry, sorry, sorry. When that, when, go and listen to the episode if it's up. If it's not up, we're going to listen to the recording that we did. And we're going to see before, um, if we really left the stuff in the past, in the past. And what we're trying to leave in the past. So stay tuned because we got a Christmas episode for y'all. A Thanksgiving episode for y'all. Actually, this is the Thanksgiving episode. So happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We back. Um, But yeah, so. Uh, that's it for this episode. Make sure you guys follow me at Convo with Mo and at Mo Digger. Lawrence Green, tell them where to find you. You can find me at a king since birth. Period, Lindsay. You can find me at Crown by Grace. No E in the crown. And also, do yourself a favor. Let me bless your crown. At Crown by Lens. Oh, period. I ain't never left there with my hair not laid, and I be keeping my hair in for like two, three months at a time, sometimes six. Don't don't follow her footsteps, too. Yeah, Lindsay's like, be a returning customer. (laughs) Be consistent, child. But um, yeah, I stamped that. But that is it for this episode, guys. Um, we are gone. See you guys next week. But we are out in five, four, three.